This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. said no gifts, I'm Bridger Weiniger. Here we are. I feel pretty good. Uh, I've taken a nap. I've had a little coffee. There's nothing that can stop me. I've locked the office door, so it's just us and our guest, who I'm so happy to have here. And I think you're going to be happy too, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Bridger, thank you for having me. Guess what? I too took a nap. You're kidding. It was a good idea, and I'm glad I did it. Let me ask you, how long did you nap for? I probably napped for about 20, 25 minutes. Oh, that's a nice, healthy adult nap. I set an alarm because I, I heard somewhere that, that you were supposed to just, like, the, the ideal nap is about 20 minutes to recharge and avoid minutes. going, yes, to avoid going into REM sleep. Oh, right. Where it's just like that, at that point, you need to be asleep for six hours. Yes, or until the next morning. Right. Now, my nap, I think maybe due to the current temperature outside, I just kind of laid down kind of a I don't care if I live or die at this point nap. And uh, then it was, you know, an hour later and I woke up feeling extremely groggy and n not that recharged, but it was kind of nice just throwing caution to the wind and uh, having no no safety net whatsoever. <laughs> I'm glad that we're both in relatively the same place then. Right. Energy right. wise. Well, this temperature, the current temperature has now, I think, for one degree less, my body could deal with it. But we've gotten to a point where physically I'm no longer able to handle what's going on. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the desert. You know, this is this is what we signed up for. And, and I, I try to remind myself of that every time. Are you a hot weather person? Do you enjoy the hot weather? I don't. I don't. My, okay. I think like, like most people who, uh, you know, who, whose brains are not damaged, I, I really <laughs> enjoy the, the autumn is my favorite. Um, right. But uh, I have made my peace with summer. I think because I come from, I, I come from Philadelphia, which is a, a place of humidity. Um, mm. I have, I have made my peace with it out here um, to the point where now my wife, who is from South Carolina, when we go there for visits, um, it's very humid. It doesn't bother me anymore. Like it's, it bothers me as much as it bothers anybody, but I, at a certain point, I just accept it, you know? Right. And are you someone who wears a pair of shorts? 
I will, but it's I will say that it's rare. Right. You don't you know? strike me. You're so well dressed that I feel like you're not you're not just going to be throwing your body around in a pair of shorts any old day. Honestly, if I could if I could find a pair of shorts that I really liked the way that they looked, I would wear them more often. That's but, the yeah. struggle. I mean, sh- finding a good pair of shorts. Good Lord. It, it shouldn't be as difficult. I think it's maybe if you maybe you have to be a certain body type where it's just like, yeah, you can wear literally anything and it's fine um, because shorts are man, you I, it, you got to have a certain build <laughs> to not look like a tourist at Disneyland in shorts. <laughs> yes. A lot of us in a pair of shorts are just somebody's embarrassing dad. Yeah. And I feel like I I mean. Instagram ads, I'm constantly being assaulted by shorts ads. And I, I feel like this is probably <laughs> they identified that I'm a gay man. And we're just like, let's hit him with the best looking shorts and people with great legs and make him feel bad at all times. And I'm always like, oh, I need a new pair of shorts. And I think the truth is these ads are making me think, oh, I just need different an entirely different body. The shorts <laughs> will never solve my issue. Do you do you not like your legs? Do you feel that your legs don't look good in shorts? I've I've embr- I don't think they look great, but I've mm-hmm. at least gotten to the point when the temperature is right. I'm fine wearing a pair of shorts and just kind of exposing everyone to what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, that really is that when you when you come to that point where you say, you know what, I'm going to be practical and I'm going to put vanity aside for just just a day and I'm going <laughs> to be com- more comfortable. That's that's a big grown up moment that uh, oh it's, it's exciting when that happens, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I was a very late in life. You know, I think as a child, shorts are on the menu until maybe probably for me till middle school. And mm-hmm. then, you know, middle school till probably five years out of college. Shorts were not even in the picture. Right. So it was really a, more of an adult thing that came around. And I said, I, look, I'm going to join the rest of the shorts wearing community. I can do this. I can be comfortable in shorts. But I still like a pair of pants. I'm, mo- I'm at my most confident in a pair of pants. Absolutely. And you know what's great for the summer is a nice linen pant. Oh. It is very comfortable. You, yeah, you strike me as a linen pant wearer. I... Love linen. I love Where linen in the summertime. Where do you get a linen pant? You can get it anywhere. No, you can't. Yes, you, honestly, you really can. You can get it on Amazon. What? Yeah. You, and are they kind of flowy, kind of a breezy pant? Uh, there are. Some are. I, I like that for the summer. I like to wear like a loose shirt and linen pants is like very comfortable. You know, where you feel right. like you're swimming in the clothes a little bit is <laughs> is very... Um, I don't know. It feels very deserty to me. And I, I really I really enjoy that vibe. And what are you pairing these with? What sort of shoe? Because I don't know that I have a, a single pair of shoes that would work with a linen pant. You can wear like I, I'm not a sandals guy, but you can certainly wear sandals. But I wear slip ons like like Sperry's or Vans or something oh, like that. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, for the listener, Paul's currently wearing kind of a sailor's cap. So he's <laughs> just he does have, you know, summer access to summer wear that most of us could never even possibly dream of he's wandering through the desert he's you know at the at the helm of a ship and meanwhile i'm in kind of a shirt that i bought 15 years ago and a pair of shorts that i'm barely comfortable going in public in so that's uh that's just so we're all on the same page as far as summer wear goes paul what else is going on in your life 
Um, I feel pretty good, I have to say. I like the way things are going. Obviously, the Delta variant is terrifying, um, <laughs> but I like being vaccinated. I like seeing people again and, and doing normal. A, a big thing recently that happened was my wife and I saw some friends, and then when we were leaving their home, uh, this was like an afternoon kind of hang, we spontaneously decided to go to dinner at our favorite neighborhood restaurant, which we have oh. not done, obviously, in over a year, and it felt so normal and fun and reassuring to be able to do that right to be able to do anything spontaneously is yeah. such a blessing it truly and, is i mean for the last year every every decision had to be completely tactical you had to plan it through to the very last detail yes absolutely and even then you were slightly concerned that something could go wrong yeah when my wife and i would go grocery shopping during the quarantine we would have <laughs> there was always the debate of is it better for just one of us to go and reduce the risk or is it better if we both go and then we get it done faster because we can split up and grab right. things and, you know. And what would you settle on? We usually went together. We're like, yeah, let's just let's just do it quick and, you know, we'll get it done. Right. Because it was kind of a time and exposure issue. So I think having the time. And also, if one of us gets it, then the other one is going to get it. So right. <laughs> we might as well go together. <laughs> Right. And I'll throw a little bit of supermarket sweep into your life. That kind of thing. That actually is fun. It was, I was, I, I mean, not to drag my boyfriend into this, but I was doing a lot drag of the heavy, heavy lifting of the grocery shopping. Not that I have any complaint. I love going to the grocery store. It was my one escape during this entire thing. Mm hmm. And now I'm vaccinated and I'm, gro I'm grocery shopping. I'm eating out. I'm going to parties. And there's the looming Delta nightmare, but as long as you're vaccinated, I like to just try to turn every episode of this into a vaccination PSA. <laughs> I mean, God forbid someone's listening to this that's an anti-vaxxer, but uh, let's all get vaccinated. Well, you know, I went to get a, uh, a haircut the other day, and I'm not going to say where I went, but I my regular person was not available, and I went with someone that I had had cut my hair before and it's like she does a good job and then revealed i would say 10 seconds into the haircut that she had not been vaccinated and oh, wasn't sure if she no. was going to do it and then it turned out that many of if not most of the people at the salon had not been vaccinated oh no yes and i was really like I was sitting there like, what do I do now? Do I do I say stop and let me out of here? Or do I trust that? OK, I'm vaccinated. I have a mask on. She has a mask on. It's going to be all right. Um, but she was saying, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know. You just hear so many things and, uh, you know, microchips and stuff like that. Oh, no. And then and then she said, my son says I'm, I'm watching too much TikTok. Oh. I'm like, if you, <laughs> yes, absolutely. If that's where you're getting your health news from, then I agree with your son 1000%. <laughs> if your child is the person who's like realizing TikTok is the problem, <laughs> yeah, the, the exactly. problem is just beyond help, I would say. She told me, and she told me her son said he wants to get the vaccine and, you know, I have to respect his, his wishes. I'm like, what, what's, what's going on with you? <laughs> Oh, when this to me, you know, when you're getting your hair cut, when someone is giving you dental work, anytime they have you as a captive audience. Yeah. Th these sort of opinions, I, I don't want. I mean, even if 
that's what's happening in her life. I don't want to hear it. If you're already cutting my hair or if you're drilling into my tooth, Absolutely. I don't want to learn who you are. No, no. I'm just like, let's just get through this because it's enough already. I, I don't want to have to think about leaving halfway through. Although I'm of I'm of two minds about it, because on, on the one hand, if if you don't know, if you don't get to know who they are, they're going to be asking you questions about you, which right. I don't want. I don't like I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to do a little interview. I don't want to talk about myself. It feels weird. It's especially if you're in show business, they don't know who you are. And then you have to justify your oh, existence. So you know what I mean? like, yeah, because it always ends with, hey, good luck. And it's like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Enjoy your haircut, loser. Yeah. But I, I really like to, my favorite person that was in a, I, I, I can't go anymore because it's just too far away now. We live in a different neighborhood. I loved because she just liked to talk and she was very entertaining and I really enjoyed like listening to her. She was like, she was funny and, and, um, kind of, uh, a little, a little woo woo, but in a, in a, in a good way, like the grounded side of woo woo. Like right. she liked to, she liked to ponder things. She liked to philosophize and, and think about stuff, but she wasn't like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I have to offer it up to the moon or whatever. You know, she was, <laughs> she was like a normal person and I really enjoyed her a lot. And then it's been like a search ever since to find. So I might just have to go back to her. <laughs> right. Well, you should. I mean, I mean, I think you've just revealed that this other place is no longer an option. Oh, I'll never go back there for sure. <laughs> I, never again. <laughs> the closest I've come to that was uh, when I first moved to L.A., I was getting my hair cut. And about halfway through, she told me, I, I guess I asked her what sort of music she was into. And she said, oh, you know old school country and i was like oh like what and she said shania twain and i thought oh this is going nowhere <laughs> what, what and then it ended up being the objectively the worst haircut i've ever received no you know <laughs> shania twain does what she needs to do but i would never categorize her as old school she does what she needs to do uh you know i mean this is not roger miller this is not johnny yeah, cash exactly is, yeah uh but uh, i mean your experience makes me grateful for what I went through with this old school country music. It is wild that we're going to be finding out a lot about people that we normally never would have found out about before. Um, it, it, a weird demarcation <laughs> that you're either on one side or the other. Mm -hmm. And just if it really colors how people think about how how you view the way people think about things and the idea of. You know, that if you if you take the vaccine, you're a sheep somehow that it's like <laughs> it's advice from a doctor. Like, I don't know how the hell is that being a sheep from a doctor that these the same people who are saying these things, they'll, they'll take other advice from. It yeah. makes yeah. no sense. It makes zero sense that it's like then just cut out doctors altogether. Like if you go to a doctor and he says, you know, you have uh, you have some some nodes on your uh, vocal cords that we have to remove. Just say No. I'm not going to know. I'm not going to do that. Right. I don't think you're right. Right. And also millions of us have now gotten it. So if even if you don't trust the doctor, just yeah. look at your neighbor who is doing fine. Yeah. We're all doing <laughs> OK here. Exactly. I, but there is uh, the story. There's like they keep trying to 
perpetuate these stories of people getting the vaccine and then having these horrible side effects. And right. Oh, God. I damn. Just... No one wants to hear about this, Bridger. Right. <laughs> this is my fault. This is my Paul fault. Paul has brought this negative energy. I have. I'm He's just it. getting everybody worked up. My anti my anti-vax audience is just <laughs> screaming and turning off the podcast. This is supposed to it's... be a fun diversion. It's not supposed <laughs> to be a debate. I'm sorry, everyone. I apologize. Let's talk about the fun elements of getting a shot. You might get a, a bandage with Snoopy <laughs> on it. I don't like when they give you the branded Band-Aid from the from the uh, from the pharmacy. Oh, that that's the lowest of Band-Aids. If, I, if it says CVS on it, no, yes, thank you. Exactly. And give me a nice, uh, you know, beige. Give me a Snoopy. Yeah. Give me a Frozen. <laughs> I uh, like Batman. Sure. Put them oh, on there. Yeah. But CVS. I don't, I don't even trust the like. They're not known for their band-aids. <laughs> Certainly not. Just because they're a pharmacy, I'm supposed to assume right. that they're the number one in the band-aid biz. I don't I think don't so. I don't go to the band-aid factory for my shots. So <laughs> I don't know what this to tell anyone. This is incontrovertible logic. <laughs> I, will, I will say that that to, to lighten things up, I, I have achieved a sort of um, uh, uh, George Bailey <laughs> post-suicide attempt uh, feeling about... Um, you know, the people in my life and seeing friends and um, it's it it becomes so magical, you know, oh my and God. and just the like we had there were some friends in from out of town. We went over to uh, to 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 the home of uh, mutual friends and we all hung out together. And I was just thinking, like, it's so wonderful to see them that they're <laughs> they're here and we get to see them. <laughs> I I really and I I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop feeling like that gratitude and that that you know just like my life has changed. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? I was just yeah. telling uh, our producer Annalise, she was uh hired into this job I think in November, so I've only known her through Zoom. Mm-hmm. And last night I met her in person and the only thing I could compare it to is when a you know like an animated movie is then adapted into a live action movie. And <laughs> That experience of this new dimension, it's like, oh, wow, I can see every side of you. You're uh, mm-hmm. you're taller than I expected. It's just so satisfying <laughs> to see another person. It sort of puts me in mind, Bridger, if you will, of the end of uh, Die Hard. When, uh, uh, you're speaking to someone who's never seen Die Hard, but go on. Well, I've just ruined a, a big <laughs> moment for you. <laughs> you're, I refuse to have a 30-year-old movie spoiled for me. <laughs> Uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Bruce Willis is inside the uh, the uh, the Die Hard building. <laughs> it's not <laughs> called Die that in the movie. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> they should have known something was going to happen. <laughs> um, he's trapped inside this uh, this this office building, and um, he has a walkie-talkie, and he's able to communicate on the ground with a policeman who's outside the building, who is who is trying to help him out any way he can. And then at the end, he finally sees him and he instantly knows who he is. Um, and oh, it's a, it's a very nice moment. Sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I picture you and Annalise meeting. <laughs> and you're both carrying walkie-talkies. <laughs> I, I would like to get a walkie-talkie. Oh, I could well, get into that. Were you fascinated by them as a kid? Of course. I loved them so much. <laughs> Did you I, have a set? I did, yeah, at various points, yeah, 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 yeah. They never lasted long. I feel no, like <laughs> I feel like a kid walkie-talkie is basically garbage as soon yeah, as you open it. Absolutely, but yeah, I loved them. I loved them. 
the feeling of putting and just holding a walkie-talkie is so satisfying, and you get to bark orders or do that kind of thing. And <laughs> yeah, the press, press the, the beep button, right? <laughs> and the person at the end of the line kind of has no option, uh, no choice but to hear you. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> kind of a, you know the, you're in control packed. yes exactly <laughs> and you then you have to wait and hear them too i mean that's the way walkie talkies <laughs> work we've agreed that we each get a chance to talk that's kind of a podcast situation this is early podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to sell walkie talkies as merch which i will then be able to just get in touch with the listener at any point of the day and they won't be able well actually then they'll have to talk to me we're canceling that merch idea. <laughs> it's like Ted Cruz selling green eggs and ham at his rallies what? or whatever he does. <laughs> oh, no. What is he doing now? Oh, Ted, Ted you're Cruz. bringing a lot of things I don't want to talk about. Why am podcast? I doing this? Why would I who would bring up Ted Cruz when we're trying to have a nice time? You know what? Fuck <laughs> that. I'm going to I'm going to instead. Here's another pleasant thing. Do you remember those flashlights that you would get? Maybe you had to get it for camp and it was like the curved sort of periscope type flashlight. Kind of bendy? Yes. Yeah, it had of like it had, I and and uh, it had a button where you could do Morse code, you know, if you oh, had to. Oh, you're kidding. I don't know that I had a Morse code one. Oh, you had well, had you had there were two switch positions or three switch positions. There was off on and in the middle uh, you could put it on that and then it would be off unless you pressed the red button on the side. Okay. And that's how you did your your code. Were um, you a Boy Scout? I sure was not. Good for you. Yeah, right. I never had any interest in it. I didn't either. That didn't stop me. Yeah. Well, you were a Boy Scout. I really? was dragged through the entire program. <laughs> didn't I mean, learn a thing. That has to be the way it happens is that somebody makes you do it. Right. Well, you run into some Boy Scouts who are a little too enthusiastic for the program. Sure. Uh, but I, I can barely tie my shoes, let alone a knot that'll, you know, <laughs> keep a boat on the dock or the, um, to watch me try to paddle a canoe. Good luck. Did you earn badges? I, I became an Eagle Scout, well, which is the top pleasure. of the pile. That's the top of the pile. But I, I essentially just I basically just cheated my way through the program. That's I think that because I don't remember learning anything. But you so you assume you cheated? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, how? But you can't. There's certain things you can't cheat. I you know, I, I wonder Isn't if one of them who, swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I do remember the swimming portion. I would have to go to a pool. There was like, you know, the life they teach you about lifeguarding. At some point I was in full clothing where you have to swim through the pool in clothes in case you ever had to do that uh, in reality, which I will say was exciting. Kind of made you feel like you were in a movie or exactly. flipper or I was just going to say that. Yes, of course. <laughs> You're being dragged to the bottom of the pool by your jeans and plaid yeah. shirt. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think most of these badges were probably pity badges. I imagine the, you know, the scoutmasters, this kind of people were like, well, he's not going to get it. Just sign him off. Get him the badge. But I mean, it 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 brings the whole organization down if they are well, pity. I'm happy if they bring an organization down. Uh, well, of course you are. But I can't. <laughs> I'm surprised that the the the, the BSA would uh, <laughs> would pity promote you to the rank of Eagle Scout. I mean, that's that's like the whole system is corrupt, right? It's like learning an airline is just letting anybody fly the plane. Yes, and, you yes, know, yes, people yes. are supposed to be able to trust an Eagle Scout. And I'm here to tell you, don't do it. It <laughs> might be someone like me. I'm not going to be able to carve anything. I'm not going to be able to weave a basket. <laughs> carve. 
Uh, I'm no good. I'm oh, now, no good. Have you retained any of your Eagle Scout memorabilia or regalia, I should say? I assume. I feel like the last time I was home at my parents, I saw this. Is it a sash that we're putting yeah. on? What is that called? Yes, a sash. Covered in merit badges. Um, I assume the Boy Scout shirt is still around. Um, but I think, well, I guess that's kind of the beginning and end of Boy Scout things outside of occasionally someone will get the Boy Scout pants, but I never owned the Boy <laughs> Scout pants. I feel like I actually talked about Boy Scout pants on this podcast recently, but that may just have been, a, maybe, hasn't maybe come that out was yet. my nap <laughs> Maybe that was, see, you slept too long. Um, <laughs> I think it would be great to wear the, if you have your Boy Scout sash to wear, to wear it to like a formal event, like if you got nominated for an Emmy, you would put it on like any, any sort of like dignitary would, would put on their, their, you know, their emblems of office, you know, like I won this medal. I have this, you know, this this sword or whatever. Yeah. You would put on your Boy Scout sash <laughs> over your tuxedo. But that's now my goal. I kind of didn't have any career goals uh, until 10 seconds ago. And now it's nice to have something to look forward to, something to work towards. Absolutely. Paul, look, you know, you brought up some unpleasant things earlier. And True. you've kind of been I feel like you've just constantly been trying to steer this podcast <laughs> into uh, rocky waters. And I hate it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I hate to do the same. But I do feel like if we're going to. The best way through is forward. And, mm. you know, you uh, agreed to be on this podcast a few weeks ago. I was so excited. I love Paul. Wonderful. It's going to be a good time. Neither of us, no hurt feelings. I didn't feel like there'd be any hurt feelings or disrespect. And uh, this afternoon, um, I was sitting in my office and I just heard, overheard Jim, my boyfriend, say, Thank you. And uh, I, w I was like, well, uh, I'm the only person here. He has nothing to thank me for. Who could he possibly be thanking? Um, so I run to the front door and I see you speed off. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and obviously the emotion, my emotions were all over the place. Uh, confusion, anger, sadness, this kind of thing. And then Jim uh, uh, hands me a giant, what I would say, giant purple hat box. Is that either a hat box or a cake box could be either and so i thought paul has dropped something off here i don't know what this could possibly mean for me or my future but i'm going to be talking to him in a couple of hours i might as well just approach him then so now i'm going to approach you paul is this a gift for me let me let me explain <clears throat> okay um, happy to let you i thought and I've only I've listened to your podcast, but only the first 10 minutes of every episode. <laughs> and I thought the name of the show was I said, oh, gifts. <laughs> oh, interesting. OK. And I thought, well, I'm going to give him a gift. And then I, I like. I was on my way over there and I realized I got the title wrong. <laughs> and um, so I, to to. So I did leave you a gift, but I did tear up the note that I had written and threw oh, it away. Okay. So if that if that helps. Was it a threatening note? Was no, it, it was a it was a warm uh uh note. Um so, you know, saying I'm I'm happy to give you this gift and I'm looking forward to speaking with you on the podcast. So just to be clear, you've accidentally listened to my podcast a few times, shut it off, and have some just basic listening and reading 
difficulties. Something always comes up. And yes, it's true. I, I don't I don't read very well and I don't listen very well. That's fine. Everybody's welcome here. Um, okay. Should I open it up? Well, why, why not? I mean, at this point, you know, it's there. <laughs> so it is in this truly I'm going to say, you know, we've had we've had I maybe 60 episodes at this point and varying levels of boxes and gift wrap. I'm going to give the prize here. This is maybe the most beautiful box i've received so far it's wow beautiful purple hat box kind of a what would you describe this as a some sort of fabric i don't know what kind of i'm look i'm not joanne i don't know what sort of fabric we're looking for um but it feels oh, my joanne <laughs> that's a good that is a great response if someone asks you what kind of fabric something is uh, what do uh, i look like joanne <laughs> Everybody, listener, you're free to put that in your back pocket in case anyone confronts you about fabric in the future. Um, well, I'm going to dive in here. I'm going to open okay. up. I've never opened a hat box or again, this could be a cake box. It is not a cake we, box. OK, not a cake box. I'm going to open it up. They're a little. Oh, yeah. and wow. It has kind of beautiful tissue paper in here that matches the purple, I'll say. Kind of yellow and green. This is beautiful. Those are my three favorite colors. I love that oh, color you're combination. Is that true? Yes, I love that color combination. You are talking into a purple microphone. Was that a choice? Uh, it it was a choice. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's the the this is it's a green microphone with a purple. Oh, that's a beautiful yes. mic. Wow, gorgeous. And I've got so it's kind of a mustardy yellow, mm -hmm. uh, kind of a a green. I don't know what sort of green. I'm not going to get into it. It's nobody's business but my own. It's and a little gonna, lighter than a grass green, I guess. Yeah, a little like yeah. more of a um, grass headed into fall. <laughs> not <laughs> sure. quite watered anymore. Absolutely. The chill of winter is creeping in. A seasonal okay. affective disorder green. <laughs> right. Okay, we're opening. Okay, what is. <gasps> oh, now there's my some accessories. God. There are some multiple things in here, but the first yes. thing I'm pulling out is a top hat. I mean, that's the star of the show. Yes, this is I mean, I can't imagine what else is happening in this box that would be would go beyond this hat. But this is stunning. Yes, that is a vintage top hat that I found online. Um, that was my first thought of a of a gift for you. That is a hat stretcher that's inside that you can I unscrew even, that. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah. Oh. Bridger, I'm happy to be telling you all about these things. This is okay, very I'm exciting to me. the rest of the box for now. We're going to talk about the hat. For Absolutely. Tell me everything. I, I love top hats. I've been obsessed with them since I was a child. I have an embarrassing amount of them um, stored away in my home. Um, <laughs> and I think they are I like there, there are certain clothing items that I think also work as works of art. And I think right. top hats are, are just beautiful to look at. They're a very um, distinctive shape and they're, they're made, you know, that's, that's a uh, fur felt top hat. So that is made from um, probably rabbit felt. Um, beaver felt it's would so be soft. extremely expensive. So soft. It's, I, I think they're just, they're just beautiful to look at. And it's like, even if that, even if you don't have occasion to wear a top hat every day, it could be a thing that you could have on display and would look very nice. Um, yeah, you're not going to just throw a baseball cap on display. <laughs> exactly. How many top hats do you own? I'm going to say it's probably more than 10. 
Wow. Yes. And do you have is do you have just the hat closet? What's where are these being stored? These are being stored uh, in their own boxes in a larger um, airtight, uh, uh, you know, container. Right. Oh, my God. And when did you start collecting them? Uh, I fairly recently, actually, uh, like I started, you know, because I, I've done a lot of sketch stuff over the years. So I have I've always loved hats, but I but I've collected hats forever. And then um, when I started shopping for sketch stuff, I, I realized like, oh, they you know, they have these nice top hats, varying shapes and sizes and colors and things like that. And um, I could not help myself and so i've i like over i would say probably over the last probably over the last what is my oldest one probably goes back like 20 years or so something like oh, that okay so yeah you had a couple decades of slowly yeah. acquiring 10 beautiful hats yes and now did you have to educate yourself or was this kind of a just buy a random top hat that looks nice and then continue. Well, it, it would be kind of both. Like I would, I would find a hat and then learn about it, you know, um, like something I hadn't seen before and, and learn what, uh, what specific era it, it, it came from. Like, these are not all vintage, obviously, because that right. gets, first of all, it's very high, very hard to find, uh, you know, like if you're talking about a top hat from the Belle Epoque era or something, you know, right. uh, like to find something like that in good condition um, would be like prohibitively expensive. You know, right, it, right. it would just be insane. But um, there's there's places that do reproductions of things like that. And uh, there's a place called Baron Hats um, that used to be in Burbank is now downtown. Okay. And they make hats. They're a place that a, a friend of mine told me about. They make hats for movies, you know. And so I've had a few hats made there over the over the years. And so when you have them make a hat, do you see you see a photo of a hat and say, I need it and that, I'm going to have it? pretty much exactly what it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had them make me a very tall uh, uh, fur felt top hat. Oh, my um, God. That was expensive, but not uh, prohibitively so, just okay. embarrassingly so. Um, <laughs> but it really is like, well, I'm only going to have one of these made. I'm not, this is not something I'm going to do every year. <laughs> well, you say that now. Yeah. And well, suddenly I, you're broke and your house is just littered with them. And I have to come to my wife and say, well, I'm not gambling. Um, but it, it's kind of funny when you think about it. <laughs> so I had this thing made and it was, uh, you know, what I loved about it was that it was it was made to my specifications. And, you know, so it's it's definitely a thing that uh, would look familiar, like maybe something you've seen in a movie or something. But it is right. a specific uh, a specific height and, and shape that I picked out. And so when you go to the hat maker with this, do you take a photo? Do you yeah. take and I look then, it up online, like maybe okay. I've seen something that I like and then I try to find as many um pictures of that style as possible from different angles and things like that say this is what i'm looking right. for and so then do you give notes on the hat or is it just you get what you get no you you do you're able to kind of collaborate with them which is a lot wow. of fun and say i want it to i want it to look like this and this and whatever this 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 width of a band you know like right. all that kind of stuff and it's uh it's you know there there there's more options than you might think and it's it's fun to to make those decisions Right. And now do you have, are all of your top hats black? No, I have, um, I have uh, many black top hats. I have, I do have an opera hat. That was maybe the first one I ever bought, which is the collapsible, uh, silk oh, top hat. A dream. Um, yes, exactly. Um, that is, 
I never, I never talk with people about this. So it is <laughs> like, when you say that's a, a, a dream, that's exactly how I feel about it. Like that, that is like, I gotta have, I gotta have that, you well, know, who like has that anymore, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. like truly uh, like you've traveled through time to get that object. Well, what's funny is they're still making them like, like Christie's in London is still making hats for gentlemen and they still make top hats because there are like, there are, there are formal weddings in, in England where the men wear top hats like the people in the bridal party wear top hats and but they still make collapsible silk opera hats and it's like i don't know that anyone is still wearing that like anywhere (laughs) you know what i mean what occasion could possibly call for that yeah like (laughs) prince renier is dead he's there's no one left that's wearing (laughs) silk collapsible opera hats (laughs) well then speaking of that i mean have you worn this i mean where do you wear these hats when you get the opportunity I wear them on stage and um, oh, right. I wear oh, them like I wear something to a Christmas party or something like that, right. you know, and it's what's funny is like I still even though I'm I am I'm known for the way that I dress and and uh, and I like dressing up and I've always liked dressing up. I still get a little shy about going that far sometimes. Right. You know, it depends. It depends who I'm going to see if I if I know the people or don't know the people. But on stage, I feel like I can get away with it. You know, for if I'm if I'm doing like a, a variety show or something and and uh, for one show, I'll wear like, you know, white tie and tails and I'll wear a top hat, you know, because right. it's like I can. I can get away with that there, but, but yeah, in, in everyday life, there's not that many occasions that require it. No one requires no. it anymore at all. <laughs> but if, if I, if I have the chance, like if I were going to go to the magic castle or something like oh, that, of course. that's a place where you are, there's a dress code, you're required to dress up, but you can also like go over the top if you want, you know, because it's a fun place and you won't be, it won't be strange to see. I know? had. The most traumatic possible experience at the Magic Castle with their dress code. (laughs) What happened? Turned away at the door? I was not turned away at the door. I was very well dressed. I So Jim, his friend, was taking us. I was told there's a dress code. You need to dress up. That's as far as I heard. Mm -hmm. So I put on what I believed and what I to this day believe was a very snappy outfit. I had... A sport coat, an orange orange sport coat, a tie, mm. the works. I looked put together. We get to the door. They say, absolutely not. You have to be wearing a suit. So Really? They wow. put me in a, what I believe was a 44 waist suit pant and suit coat, which I then had to wear for Probably a total of five hours. This was very, by the way, very early on in my relationship. So it was like we're basically on a date and suddenly I'm wearing, I'm disappearing into this pair of pants. Um, So that was a negative experience, I'll say. Can I ask how, first I have a comment and then I have a question. Um, I think this absolutely sealed the deal for your relationship. Um, (laughs) Secondly, who could not, it has to continue after that. Do you know what I mean? That's a, that's a bonding experience. Um, You've seen this person at their, at a real low. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Second, my question is how long ago was this? This was, I believe this is 2015. That recently, that's surprising to me. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, and look, uh, I I have nothing against a dress code. If you want people to look nice, great. Mm-hmm. But what they put me in was yes, distracting. Absolutely, I'm sure everyone who saw me thought, "Where did where did this guy crawl out of?" Yeah, I feel uh, like the 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 suit the the specificity of the suit is too far. Do you right. know what I mean? Like that's if someone's wearing a nice jacket and trousers, that right. should be enough. Also, uh, you know, women come in and can wear any type of dress. That's right. Well, I don't know that that's true. Oh, you're kidding. I think there are some restrictions, but I don't know what they are. <laughs> oh, that would explain why everyone, every woman there was in a wedding dress. <laughs> um, no, that's not true. I And I also, I had a good time otherwise, although I will say, and I don't want to get myself banned from the Magic Castle. <laughs> I thought the food was horrifying. Oh, the food's not great no <laughs> not at all okay that's good to, do you yeah. go often uh i have been a bunch i haven't been in, in quite some time but it is it is like a thing that every probably like every other year i would say for, okay. for a little a while there amount of time yeah to... it's fun it's like it's long enough to to kind of forget about it and then somebody brings it up and you're like oh yeah let's go and then it, right. it feels exciting but i can't see like people that go there all the time i mean that's that's a lot you know right i mean there's only so much magic one person can take and the back to the food it's horrifying i Mm. i mean the body can only take so much um (laughs) so you uh but you'll usually wear a top hat that makes sense to me no i've never done that at the magic castle because i felt (laughs) i I feel like i could but i I it does feel like wearing a top hat when you're not a magician to a a magician's (laughs) place seems like it, it seems like it would invite questions from other patrons that it's a I, bit like wearing a red shirt to target yeah <laughs> suddenly everyone's asking you question, exactly. questions and expecting things yeah. from you and you are disappointing them with your answers <laughs> yeah okay so now back to this particular hat you got this on ebay yeah was you just do you just get on ebay and type in top hat or was there like a specific idea That's ex- that is exactly what i did incredible i think i i think i typed in fur felt top hat it's so. Should I put it on? I, yeah, take that. You can unscrew that that middle uh, it's um, bar. It's just oh, there you, then you don't have to do that. Perfect. <laughs> and now there's something in here. Oh, these are hat size reducers. Yes, I did not. I gave you a stretcher and I gave you reducing tape because I had no idea of your head size. Right. And I took I a guess. That. I took a guess. <laughs> but I mean, Bridger, I looked at pictures of you. I looked at pictures <laughs> of you standing next to other people. I tried very hard <laughs> to gauge. Is he like a trim guy who has a big showbiz head that <laughs> it's a, like you when you find out the size, you're like, oh, really? <laughs> like one of those type of things. So I took a gamble. OK, yeah, I I couldn't tell you if my where my head lies in the, you know, the grand scheme of heads. <laughs> as a kid, I, I definitely knew I had a huge head. OK, and now as an adult, I, I, what, what would you say? Your guess. Do I still have a big head? I think your your head looks in proportion to your body. Okay, good to but hear. But now, as I'm, well, now I can see what I'm looking at is your your head, neck, and shoulders. Okay, right. so in proportion to your shoulders, I think you have like a uh, a little bit of a of a large head. Okay, beautiful. But in a striking way, like in a way that <laughs> in in the way that showbiz people have. <laughs> It's one of those eye-catching heads that everyone exactly. wants. It's, it draws you in. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put this on, not for the entire thing, because, no. you know, that's going to make both of us uncomfortable for me to be sitting here in a top hat for the rest of the time. But let's see how I mean, I fits. would feel right at home. Now, does that, see, does that fit That's too correctly? small. 
That's too, too small. <laughs> so now what do I do? I guess I could put it like this. Does this work? Well, there. that's why I brought the, I, I gave you the stretcher as well. Oh, the and stretcher you could try will to actually make that. it bigger. Yes. It doesn't just maintain the size. No, it will. It will literally stretch it out. Um, and I don't. But that, that might be a little too. Can you tell me what size that is? Was it, is that seven and one eighth? Perhaps here. it's a giving away some information about the size of my head here. This is a seven and one eighth. Yeah, I would say you are probably a seven and a quarter. I'm a seven and three eighths and seven and a quarter is one down from my okay. head size. Yeah. So basically what we're saying is. You said I had a big head. You had mm. assumed I had a big head from afar, but you were way off. My head is enormous. I was not way off. I, I would say. <laughs> Can I see it again? Can you put it on again? Yeah, that's. I, and let's say I mentioned like this. Yeah, the tag goes in the back. Can you can you give me a profile? How's that? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say like yeah, you probably are a seven and a quarter. So you might even be a seven and three eighths, which in which wow. I was I was too off. Paul is a tall man. And I essentially no, have the same. That is not true. <laughs> You're certainly taller than me. I may be taller than you. I'm five nine. Okay. That I mean, anything above five four to me is extremely tall. <laughs> uh, might as well be in the NBA. So, <laughs> Paul, who is significantly taller than me, had we're, we share the same head size. So, listener, you're we listening to the the podcast of the biggest head in the industry. So just be aware of that at this point. That's just, we discover things all the time about ourselves. Well, it's beautiful. And so with the stretcher, I just put it in there and just crank it a little bit. The ideally you would have, do you have, do you have, happen to have a steamer? I don't have a steamer, okay. but I'm happy to get one if I, if need be. I ideally a steamer would do it. You would, so you would soften up the, the felt and the, um, uh, the brim, right? Right. And then you would crank it um as as much as you can and then let it sit for you know for a, for a while but i would say judging from the way it looked uh it's not going to work it's not going <laughs> it's not going to be enough because you can there's only so far you can do it without damaging right. the hat right it could explode yeah <laughs> you're just you get hat shrapnel in your face <laughs> that's what took my father um <laughs> no okay well then this is uh i mean but going back to it being a beautiful work of art, mm -hmm. I just have a nice thing to display. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that said, it fits. I mean, it sits atop my head. How yeah. much does this thing need to be on my head to be to technically fit? I feel like I could still wear it around. I mean, wear it to an event. Right. You want a hat to fit to come to uh, like just above your ears. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? Let me let me see it one more time. If you just put it straight on your head, yeah. You know what? You might want to try the stretcher and see. I'm going to try the stretcher and just see yeah. what happens. I mean, uh, what are, what do we have to lose at this point? Exactly. And we because, only have because, a hat to gain. Yeah, and top hats are oval. You know, they're they're like right. like most hats. They're an oval opening, so it could make the difference. So I'm going to want to stretch it horizontally, basically, towards my ears. Stretch. No. Or do not no. do that. That will break the hat. What you want to do is <laughs> you, the, the, you want to follow the shape of the stretcher is the shape of the hat. Oh, and so, okay. yes. Well, the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> yes. It never occurred to me that there would be another way, but I'm glad you spoke up. Well, if you want someone to think of the wrong way to do something, <laughs> give me a call. I will find the way to ruin the object. Now, should I get back into this box? There's more going on. in Sure. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so are you, 
why don't you just open a hat shop? I assume this is to maintain the hat. <laughs> yes, that is to clean. That's a brush to clean the hat. You would uh, essentially do it uh, counterclockwise. You brush it counterclockwise. Oh, my. this is a merit badge. I feel like hat care <laughs> could absolutely be the next Boy Scout. If, but I feel like the Boy Scouts shut down. It's hard to say, but that could be the first merit badge of the new Boy Scouts. Hat care. The new Boy Scouts, if they if they're getting into caring for top hats, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have a son just to make him join. <laughs> My boy is a proud, fancy boy. That's uh, the, the haberdashery uh, badge. Right. Wow, this is incredible. Well, so now, I mean, I'm learning so much from my own head size to just the care of hats. It's incredible. I I, I don't know what to even do with myself. <laughs> it's. I mean, do you ever me. wear hats? I I've, I'm a recent hat wearer, um, probably in the last couple of years, just as far as baseball caps. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's just like I don't want to. Yeah, my hair look my hair's out of control let's throw on a baseball cap right, right, right. but even that those baseball caps and i mean hats and shorts they're two of the most difficult things to find that uh that you'll look good in i agree i think that hats especially are very intimidating for people right um, because it's a big it can be a big statement and yes. i think that a lot of people are are I think a lot of people assume they can't pull them off when they absolutely can. I think that you have a good, I like pictured you in this hat and I thought Bridger has a great face for this. I think you are a hat guy and you might not be aware of it. Well, a few years ago, I thought, you know, I started toying with the idea of what if I made a giant shift in style and had a very specific style mm. and suddenly, you know, I, I really like the idea of dressing like a, an old fashioned cowboy, you know, like kind of a TV uh, probably, uh, uh, howdy doody. St- I, I, what's going to happen is I'm going to end up looking like howdy doody. So never canceling the idea, but I like, I, I do like the idea of wearing a hat. I mean, with a baseball cap, it's essentially don't look at me with yes. a top hat. It's like everyone look and speak and think of me at all times. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I need to, I would love to get into the, the zone with a hat. It's just, I I think like, especially for someone with a fair complexion, a good, uh, straw hat is, is good to have for the summertime. Right. I have a friend who also sunburns easily. She's got all kinds of big hats that she's wearing around town. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I'm preserving myself for later. That kind of thing. Less sunscreen needed. Uh, well, probably the same amount. Well, this is not to be used as a replacement for sunscreen. But it is a good I, all thing. All I need is a, a, a straw hat and I can go about naked without a, and I'll I jump in a volcano. Um, sun hat, like a, a straw hat, a nice men's straw hat is so great for like if you show up to like a pool party. You know oh, what I right. mean? Then you take it off, you get in the pool. You come out, your hair's all messed up from the from the pool. You don't have to worry about it. You just put that hat on. It's a great feeling. It's a good look. I think I really do think that you have a great um you have a great face for hats. If I appreciate that. Great face for hats, the head far too large for most of them. That's fine. No, My- no, you'll be happy to learn that without guessing there are many hats that will fit you <laughs> as long no, as you're not guessing is there a hat you a style of hat you won't wear that you're opposed to i don't really like um those sort of beanies not like a wool winter hat like i'll wear that oh, if it's cold out but just like that sort of felt you know 
beanie right. kind of thing. I don't really like that look that much. Yeah, that's the only hat I can currently picture, probably because you just said it, that I can't picture you wearing. Because yeah. you can kind of drift from style to style. You're wearing this hat right now. It mm-hmm. looks great with your mustache. Thank I can also you. imagine you in a cowboy hat, a top Absolutely, hat. It all makes yeah. sense. Thank you. Do you wear a baseball cap? I do, yeah. Like I, when I go to the gym, I'll wear a baseball cap. Oh, okay. Um, and if, I, if I'm just like running errands or whatever, uh, yeah, a baseball cap is, I think, a great. I like I like a fitted cap. I like the sort of um, I like the shape of that better, right? Um, than like the what is known as the dad hat. I don't, the, of course. I don't like Who that can... shape. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for the uh, dad cap. I, let's move on to a baseball cap that just is a shape. Absolutely. Get back into that style. Absolutely. But, like know, the guys in the big leagues the wear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm barely in the hat game. I can't be making this sort of call. <laughs> I, I'm determined to get you in it. This is my this is now my goal. <laughs> well, I'm off to a, a decent start. You're I'll off say. to a I decent mean, start. I've got to get the steamer. I've got to get this thing under control. And then what do I pair this top hat with? I guess a tuxedo. Sure. Or I mean, I feel like it's a good thing for a for a New Year's Eve party. You know what I mean? Oh, you show up, of course. You show up and you can either wear a suit or you can wear one of your nice sports coats with whatever. You know, right. but if you're putting together like a sort of uh, fun, eye-catching outfit, why not throw a fucking top hat on? <laughs> <laughs> complete the look. Yes. I love to complete the look. I'm also in favor of people just making their own thing. I uh, Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of in this fog of uh i don't know what style is anymore and also we've been through the past year where it didn't really matter yeah so maybe it's time i you know get kind of a direction and go for it rather than just throwing on the first thing i see in my closet (laughs) but you know if we've got i I don't have that much energy we'll see what happens what's what's something that you've you've always liked the look of but you've been you've felt like you couldn't pull it off i love I love someone on Safari, an old Safari mm-hmm. person. That's a very uh, sharp look, I'll say. Like what Banana uh, Republic used to look like when it was a, when it was a, right. a new store. Yeah, right. I mean, I would love to look like I should be holding a machete, <laughs> kind of uh, right. on the back of you know the Jungle Cruise or this right, kind right. of thing. Absolutely. But I'm also a, a fairly small person, so I like things that uh, aren't too billowy. Because then I just sure, look lost absolutely. in the clothes. Yes. As yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic Castle demonstrated to the most extreme. <laughs> but, you know, I like those, you know, uh, I like, a, as I said before, a cowboy, but it, I'm now like actually saying it aloud. It feels like it could be a difficult look for me to achieve. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 maybe I hire a stylist. Do you have a favorite outfit? Do you have a thing like if you get invited to something, like a nice party or whatever, going out to dinner where you're like, oh, I, I get to wear this. I have a favorite polo shirt, which I purchased. It was uh, I found it at a store, like basically under a pile of clothes. It was <laughs> I think it was produced in probably 1965, but was brand new and it fits wonderfully. Uh, everything about it. I like I uh, I was wearing it once and this uh very fashionable new woman from New Zealand said, that's a catchy shirt, which I thought that's such a great way to describe a shirt. <laughs> and that for me, so I, maybe I do like something that it looks kind of summery and it fits well. 
it's falling apart at this point because I've worn it so much. I don't own enough <laughs> things I like, so I just right. destroy the things I do like. <laughs> this is what but, we do. <laughs> this is life, Bridger. We find the things we love and we and just we grind them to dust. Them. Yes, we <laughs> rend them apart. Do you have a favorite outfit? I do tend to wear like the same handful of things over and over again because I just can't, you know, like I, I get paralyzed by choice in my own closet. Not that I have like a walk-in closet or anything. You're wonderland. But I do have, I do, I, I have like outfits like suits or whatever to be prepared for things right. like this is good in case i get go to that thing or whatever but like right now this summer i have this sort of suit that i got from a, a company called alex crane and this was an instagram find which oh, here we this go. is the only time this has ever worked out for me i think <laughs> um and it's a sort of it's a very casual kind of uh seersucker suit Ooh. That is, um, the pants are kind of like a jean sort of, but they're, they're made out of the, the, uh, out of linen material and they have a seersucker stripe and the, the, the jacket is like a, a sort of, uh, shirt jacket, but I iron the lapels to make them more jacket-like instead of shirt-like. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 And right now that's, I want to wear that every day. I love it. And that was an instant, like it was it a suggested ad sort yeah. of situation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. We have very different uh, information (laughs) in the algorithm. Oh, I get so much garbage, so much garbage that is that is advertised to me where like I remember one time I saw this vest that I thought, wow, that's a that's a cool pattern. And I (laughs) but it was like, I can't believe that price. And then I got it and it was essentially like (laughs) like the pattern was printed on oh no like the the closest the closest wool could be to plastic was was what this material (laughs) was and i was mortified this is the sort of thing that catches fire on yeah i was like uh, yeah i was like this is you get what you deserve you 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 brought this on yourself you should be ashamed well i'm glad the suit worked out that's i mean an amazing instagram find. it really did. i and this is i posted about this on instagram but i was at the at the grocery store i was i was leaving and i was returning my cart to the cart area and a woman wanted my cart she came up to me and said is that a seersucker suit and i said yes and she said divine <laughs> the ultimate compliment i mean what more do you want what more do you want <laughs> at the grocery store no less yeah that's absolutely but that's what i love about it is it's casual enough that i can go grocery shopping and it's not like why is this guy wearing a suit to the to the right. supermarket <laughs> but i feel like you're doing other grocers uh, not 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 grocers grocery shoppers the grocer is the owner of the grocery store my colleagues at the grocery you're store you're doing <laughs> you're doing everyone at the grocery store a favor you look nice and you know everybody else is kind of just wearing their thing we should all do I, Wearing nice clothes is kind of a favor to everyone you come in contact with. A, a, a thing of beauty is a joy forever. Look, we've <laughs> got to move on. We have to play a game. Yes. Paul, do you want to play Gift Master or Gift or a Curse? I'll explain how it works once you've selected. I would love to play Gift Master, please. Okay. I need a number between one and ten. Nine. Okay. I have to do the light calculating. I need to figure out the game pieces. You promote, you recommend, you teach, do whatever you want. I'll be right back. Felix, I just want to let you know that I am currently hosting four podcasts. I am the co-host of Star Trek The Pod Directive, the official Star Trek podcast with Tawny Newsom. I host The Neighborhood Listen with Nicole Parker, which is on Stitcher Premium uh, right now. That is, uh, we take posts from uh, Nextdoor, The Ring app, what any kind of social networking for neighborhoods, and we use them as uh, the basis for improv comedy. 
Um, I host Freedom with Scott Ackerman and Lauren Lapkus. Um, that is free every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. And I also host a podcast with my lovely wife, Janie Haddad Tompkins called Stay F Homekins, which we record on Friday nights. It started during quarantine and it's just us, uh, catching up at the end of the week. And then we put it up unedited. And that is me in a nutshell. Paul, that was a very, uh, I mean, you did that perfectly. Well, thank you very much. You nailed all of it. And you, I, I mean, I feel like I, and I'll also give myself a compliment. Usually I really get in the muck here trying to figure out what's going on with the game <laughs> and the, like to the point that the guest is panicking. Uh, so I did an excellent job. So maybe this is more, uh, I did a good job and you just got lucky. Okay. I mean, if, if that helps you, then go. <laughs> um, Paul, basically how Giftmaster works, I will name three potential gifts and I will name three celebrities, and you have to tell me which gift you'll give which celebrity and why. Understood. All right. These are the three gifts you'll be giving today. First of all, now this is where I really struggle. I get back in the Google Doc and suddenly I'm just losing my mind. Okay, here we go. Number one, you're going to be giving away a Dutch oven. The, you know, the item that the, I, I suppose the Dutch originated do you bury it in the ground? I don't know. It's uh no, you don't. It's just an iron oven that you you <laughs> cook things in. Yeah, it's a big. Uh, second gift you'll be giving is an improvised guitar solo. So that's mm. you know essentially you're going to be getting on your axe and just wailing, uh, doing whatever you can as a gift. And finally, the third gift you'll be giving is a faux hawk. Which is the hairstyle <laughs> sort of uh, went out of vogue in about 2009. So that those are the three gifts you'll be giving to the following celebrities. Number one, daughter of Lenny, Zoe Kravitz. She's making a big name for herself. Mm-hmm. Number two, oh God, oh God, where did it go? We we're gonna we're we're staying on steady ground here. There's nothing wrong. Everything's happening for us jessica seinfeld <laughs> okay and number three of the, course, the author you mean yes okay author. yes and just general thinker Je- mm-hmm. jessica seinfeld mm-hmm. and finally of course geraldo so we've got we're all over the place with these celebrities i all right jessica seinfeld geraldo and zoe kravitz Ah, Dutch oven, guitar solo. Now, the guitar solo, it is the best of my ability to play the guitar. Is that correct? Yeah, that's up to you. I, you can lie in this situation. I mean, it, you are just going to be picking that guitar up and improvising whatever you can. Okay. I, I, I think I know where to go. I'm going to give Jessica Seinfeld the Dutch oven. Okay. Because she's supposedly a cookbook author. But I don't like that she apparently steals ideas from other people. And I'm assuming she already has a Dutch oven. So it's a bit of a fuck you. (laughs) I'm going to give Zoe Kravitz the guitar solo where I do not know how to play the guitar, but I'm doing my absolute best to make it nice. Right. Because something tells me that she would find it funny and maybe endearing. Right. Or... 
pity you and try to give you a lesson. May, perhaps. Introduce perhaps. you to Lenny. Maybe. She's probably listened to too much good guitar playing in her life. Right. Then maybe she's like, this is a refreshing change of pace. And, and of course, because the way I would do it would be with absolute swagger. I, I would say, <laughs> I am, uh, Zoe, I'm a huge fan of yours. I admire your work. And this is a gift from me to you. And I would, I would, my physically, my approach would be, oh my God, this guy is going to shred. <laughs> and then what comes out is what comes out. Um, and then I will say, oh, I should have said, I don't know how to play the guitar before I started the solo, but <laughs> I'm so sorry. that's the best I can do. Um, and finally, I would give the faux hawk to Geraldo because I think he deserves it. I want to I want to see him humiliated. Uh, I, I, I want to see it would look bad. It would look bad on him. And I want to I want to I see it and I want other people to see it. I want him to have to go on camera complaining about whatever the fuck it is he complains about while having this faux hawk. Has Geraldo permanently switched to those tinted glasses? I think he has, right? I think he has, which what's going on? I mean, I mean, that's just objectively a bad idea. He has to have someone in his life that's saying, Geraldo, you already look scary enough. Yeah. Oh, you're you're not a tinted glasses guy, Geraldo. You weren't in a band. What do you think you're doing? (laughs) The only people who can wear, in my opinion, who can wear tinted glasses and and earn them is musicians, elderly musicians specifically. Right, right. (laughs) And I don't know, like somebody who has a real personality that's like, you don't question it. If you're questioning it about the person, they can't wear them. And I question no. it about Geraldo. <laughs> and this is, no, I will say I wore, I wore to a dinner the other night. I wore tinted glasses. I have, I have a pair of blue tinted glasses. Okay. This was a, 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 a daylight into night situation. And so I wore glasses that were light enough that you could see my eyes while it was light out. And then still, but also light enough that when it was night, it wasn't like I was wearing a pair of sunglasses. Right. And I, what, what type of frame? Uh, they're like a nice, like a, a, a sort of a smoked pearl kind of uh, gray oh, frame. Oh my God, this sounds yeah. beautiful. With light blue lenses. And I, I was very kind of self-conscious about it. Like, can I just make these my glasses for the night? But a friend of mine who is a musician was there at the table also wearing blue glasses. Oh, and I kidding. was like, I'm sitting right next to him. We're wearing our blue glasses together. <laughs> no, I think that's, they, I think it has to look purposeful yes exactly with someone like geraldo it looks like he got them at, like off the rack at Dwayne reed or something yes like, they look horrible he absolutely cannot be doing this no i mean there are so many things he can't and shouldn't be doing that's but... like if bill barr started wearing tinted glasses <laughs> i would love to see that <laughs> let's get bill in some tinted glasses uh excellently played paul i really think you did an excellent job there and all of those gifts were beautifully given. We've got to do one more thing. This is called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Every one of them has got something going on in their life that they've decided to turn to this podcast. And so, out of just the largeness of my heart, I try to give some advice. Would you help me answer? Yes. Okay. This large of one, heart, large of head. This is Bridger Weiniger. <laughs> This man has got something going on in his jeans. <laughs> um, okay, this first one, and I apologize, they don't address you in any way. It just says Bridger, not my problem. It's okay. Um, it says, my paternal Grammy is little and Scottish, and I was ranting to her once a long time ago 
about how my maternal grandma used to force me to watch The Sound of Music so much that I can't stand it. Somehow, Grammy got confused and now thinks that I love The Sound of Music. (laughs) (laughs) And for my birthday, she got me this super nice box set with a hand-painted jewelry box and a replica of the original playbill. I had to smile and act like I loved it, but what do I do now? I hate this movie. I don't want to throw away this gift from the only living grandparent I actually like. That's from Allison. So Allison has got a lot of grandparent drama going on in her life. She's <laughs> maternal grandmother versus paternal grandmother. I mean, this can only end in tears. What do what do you do with this gift? I have two suggestions. First would be there must be someone in your life who loves this movie. There's got to right. be. Every, I think everyone has someone. <laughs> <laughs> in their life who loves the sound of music has seen it a million times um and and is is down to see it whenever it comes on tv right failing that i think you have to embrace the absurdity it's it couldn't be more perfect that your sweet grandmother heard the message heard the nicest possible message that you <laughs> love this movie remembered it and then got you this gift like you right. have to just You have to, have to, have to embrace how perfect that is. Most grandmothers are just giving, you know, the $5 bill and a card. Yes. You know? This is elaborate. I know. This is like a multifaceted gift. Yes. Yeah. I mean, going back to your first suggestion, apparently the maternal grandma is obsessed with this this movie. Yeah. It sounds like you've just got a shoo-in gift for her next Christmas. When do these two ever meet up? Do you know right. what I mean? They the two grandmothers. Hate each other. Yes, exactly. We also don't know if that grandmother is still alive. The the right. maternal grandmother. She did say, or he. I can't remember who. Who? Allison. They, they said. Allison said, "This is the only living grandparent that Allison likes." Right. But we don't know how many grandparents that is. She's essentially just given us a mystery. This is yes. like a word problem on the SAT. How many living grandparents does Allison have that she likes? Yeah. Um, Could be anywhere between one and a hundred. And I don't know. (laughs) From what I know, from what I remember about grandparents' I think you are lost in the Google Doc. (laughs) Allison, Paul has given you two excellent options. I, you know, I lean towards keeping it, you know, paternal Grammy is little and Scottish. She sounds adorable. And... You're going to want something to remember her by, whether it's a movie you despise or not. So you've got you your also answer. have a story like anyone right. who comes to your home. You have to put it in a prominent place. And when somebody asks about it, you tell them the story. It's a great story. <laughs> Every everyone would laugh hearing this story. It's perfect. And they'll also see how much you love your your wee Scottish Grammy. Right. A gift doesn't have to be something you're actually going to use. It it can sometimes just be a a nice memory or it can be a hat that doesn't fit on your huge head. Exactly. (laughs) Paul, can we answer one more question here? I've got to be better about this. Absolutely. This now this is another one where it just says, dear Bridger. And then, you know, they've used the underscore to make a blank. So we'll say, dear Bridger and Paul F. Tompkins. Sure. My father is going to retire this year after working 40 plus years for his city's fire department. I'd love for your help to come up with a perfect gift that shows how proud I am of him and his accomplishments. A little bit about him. He's a jack of all trades and is always keeping himself busy in his spare time by playing hard. His interests include (laughs) vacationing at the lake in his RV trailer, 
riding around town on his e-mountain bike, planning fun vacations with my mom, <sighs> going to concerts with his fellow hippie friends, and absolutely doting on his grandchildren. I feel like a plaque to put it on his wall would just not do him justice. Well, I didn't suggest that, so I don't know why you're getting after me, uh, Heather. Any help you can provide is sincerely appreciated. Thank you, Heather. So the one thing we know that Heather just kind of preemptively freaked out about was she doesn't want a plaque for dad. I don't know what uh, she means. You, okay, don't get him a plaque. Yeah, I don't know. What, don't get him a trophy. It never... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, don't get him the key to the city. Right. There's a lot of things you don't have to get him. <laughs> However, the plaque suggestion gives me an idea i don't know what kind of plaque she was thinking of but you know in like in england where they have those blue historical plaques oh those are beautiful so classic you can get custom ones of those made to what? put on your own home is this another instagram ad you've seen no this i've seen this on etsy oh of course <laughs> but they look like the real thing they're like actual plaques you screw into the side of your house Oh, that sounds wonderful. It sounds so classy and charming. Yeah, and it's 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 certainly an interesting thing. Not a lot of people have this. If your dad right. is this sort of outsized character, um, I think you could come up with something fun to put on that plaque to commemorate him. Right. Failing that, I mean, maybe an elaborate Sound of Music-themed gift? <laughs> Maybe we can put Heather in touch with Allison. Allison's trying to offload this pile of garbage that Grammy gave her. And as far as I can tell, this father has never seen The Sound of Music. I mean, we only have so many details. Um, it's his last great adventure is to, <laughs> is to finally see The Sound of Music. <laughs> For the From man who's done it all. To... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fighting fires to going to concerts. The one hill he has not climbed. <laughs> Heather, this is the one thing that's <laughs> popping into my mind. He has been fighting fires for 40 years. This is the one thing everyone knows about firefighters. The one thing we're all jealous of is they have the pole to slide down. Yeah. He doesn't have access to that anymore. Get him a pole in the house. What do you think? What are you talking about? That's, that's of course what you should get him. That's absolutely it. That has to be it. Cut a hole in the top floor and mm -hmm. then slide a, the pole down. Your mom can get, well, this mom in the picture, I can't remember. I'm sorry if I'm bringing up bad memory. <laughs> uh, oh, no, she's still part of the picture. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad are sliding down the pole. The grandkids are loving it. Absolutely. Bring the firehouse home. That's what make I'm it, saying. Make that firehouse a fire home. <laughs> yes. This is my Instagram <laughs> ad. I, I think that that could really take off, just suggesting these poles to be drilled into people's homes. <laughs> Absolutely. Heather, you, I mean, you've got so many great suggestions here that you should be writing me a check right now. A big fat check. Uh, my name is Bridger Weiniger. Paul will re be receiving none of it. Hmm. Um... <laughs> Paul's looking very un unhappy with me right now. That's not my problem. I don't know why I'm helping then. <laughs> you're doing it because you, out of the goodness of who you are, that Paul, can't, that can't you're be trying right. to be a better person. You're always saying, I want to be better, and I'm trying to help you in this journey. And I've All given right. you opportunity after opportunity here. A asked and answered. <laughs> Paul... What a beautiful gift I've received here. I've, I have uh, behind me, you can see some empty shelves mm -hmm. and I'm constantly wondering, what do I put on these? And now I'm starting to wonder, is this the first thing? And then we build around the top hat. Wow. I, I would be honored, of course. I am devastated that it doesn't fit. 
Um, well, but, look, heads are very tricky things. It's true. I mean, my head may have grown for, since the last time you saw a picture of me. <laughs> You're still growing. I know. <laughs> yes, I'm a growing boy. <laughs> um, but, you know, if this were just a baseball cap that didn't fit, I would just now own something that didn't matter. But I've got a beautiful top hat that kind of fits and might fit after I stretch it out. And if it doesn't, I have a beautiful display piece that I can talk about. That's exactly right. It's wonderful. I'm so happy that you were able to be here. I'm so just beyond thrilled. And thank you. It was absolutely my pleasure. And thank you for having me. Now, listener, maybe you can go get a hat. You know your head size. You can go figure that out for yourself and make that little... We're all headed out into the world. If we're vaccinated, we can go to the hat shop. Go do both of those things and uh, stop listening to the podcast now. Take care. Bye-bye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced and engineered by our dear friend, Annalise Nelson, and the theme song is by miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. That's where you're going to see pictures of all these wonderful gifts I'm getting. You have to see the gifts. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're there? It's really the least you could do, considering everything I do for you. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, go to midroll.com slash ads. But I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home 